Do you struggle with sleep, bloating or digestion, sugar cravings, low energy, or feeling tired all the time? I struggled with several of those things, and what I found it was tied to my gut health. Studies have shown the standard American diet strips away a lot of the good bacteria, and that causes many of those symptoms. When I started to refeed my gut and weed out some of the bad bacteria, I noticed that I slept a lot better, my sugar cravings went down, and I just had more energy. I'm going to put a link to the show in the show notes of the products I use. I love them. They're all natural. You take throughout the day, and it's really been a game changer for me. I've got a question for you. Who's the person you're being? Are you satisfied? It's okay. This is a judge-free zone, and it's exactly why I started the show. Welcome to Be The Person, a podcast for the brave and the curious who are ready to explore who they are fully created to be. I'm your host, Annie Randall, the adventurous one leading this investigative journey of transformation. By delving into topics and asking unexpected questions, we will discover the keys for unlocking our true potential and being our best selves today. You may be surprised by what you find when you let go of fear in order to discover the answers of becoming the person you were made to be. Welcome to Be The Person podcast. I'm your host, Annie Randall, and today we're talking about healthy habits over the holidays. I'm recording this right before Thanksgiving, and a lot of these tips are for the day of, but some of them you can carry through the whole holiday season. And if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, you can definitely apply to Christmas or Hanukkah or any holiday that you're going to celebrate. Really, there are a lot of practices that are good for every day. And this doesn't mean that you can't have what you love. It's just about waking up the next day and not regretting the decisions that you made. So it's making smart decisions because I know all of you work really hard on your health to make progress. And we don't want to undo all of that simply in just one day. So let's take a look because we know on a holiday, we're going to maybe eat more or at least differently than we would eat on a regular day. So let's think about when we wake up. One of the things that I'm a big fan of is a big glass of lemon water first thing when you wake up because we know you're a little bit dehydrated. It's going to flush out your system and give you a big dose of vitamin C right away. So first thing in the morning, at least 12 to 16 ounces of water right when you get up. Hydration is going to be key throughout the day because a lot of times I think we're either busy or we're chatting and we don't think about drinking water. So I really want you to make a conscious effort to drink at least half your body weight plus more if you work out that day um, throughout the day. And let's start heavy and drink that big glass of water right away. Um, The next thing is rest. 
And I know a lot of you out there are high achievers and you want the holidays to be perfect. We all do. And you're doing everything from the table to the cooking to the cleaning and everything has to be perfect. And I would just challenge you this year to ask for help, to have people help you, have them bring something to Thanksgiving. We recently hosted a gratitude dinner, and I will tell you, it was one of the best things that we have done all year. It was a little bit different, and we warned everyone ahead of time because we weren't necessarily 100% ready for these 18 guests to come to our house. And we told them that we part of the experience was working together to set the table, to make the dinner. And honestly, it was so much fun. It took the stress off of Jeff and I, and it was a lot less work. It was more fun because people wanted to help. They wanted to do things to make it a great evening. And so I would just challenge you. Could you tell your guests? that, hey, we're going to do it different. We're going to have a gratitude Thanksgiving or Christmas or holiday. And we're going to do this together when you get there. That way, the expectation is so much less on you as the host. We also asked the question, and this was from a book, Pasta and Gratitude. I love the book. And the question was, who in your life are you grateful for? that you don't think enough. And it brought up really good conversation. So it may be a question that you want to ask this holiday season. But what we know is that if you're stressed and you are not resting and you even get one night of bad sleep, it's going to raise your cortisol levels up to 100%. And we know that they stay raised. And at the end of the day, they're still typically... 37 to 45% higher than they normally are. And that's after one night of bad sleep. So sleep is so important to us. And if we're running around doing every single thing, we know that we're not going to get the sleep we need. So let's ask for help. And let's make sure that we get a really great night's sleep. The second thing is move. And one of our busiest days at Orange Theory is Thanksgiving. And I love this. We have a big 90-minute class at all of our studios and then several other classes. So maybe think about, would you want to work out on Thanksgiving? I know Jeff and I always go for a really long walk that morning just to get out and to be together. So that could be an option too. But think about moving your body. You know you're going to eat that day. But one thing I would challenge you with, instead of moving because, oh my gosh, I have to earn what I'm going to eat, just think about it in a different mindset. That you get to move. That you have a body that does move. And you get to go out and work out or exercise or do whatever you want to do that morning but it's a get to instead of a have to. And I think that mindset of gratitude, even in our workout, makes a big difference. It makes you wanna go instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to go. Thinking it's a scarcity mindset 
of I have to work off these calories before I can eat them. Just do an abundance mindset of I have a body that does amazing, amazing things. So let's think about could you work out that day? And again, that's not going to be for everyone and it doesn't have to be, but it's just an option. And then you know, I'm a big fan of moving after you eat. So after you have either your big lunch or your big dinner, instead of just sitting, which I know that we all like to sit and visit and we don't have to pop up right away and do this, but sometime after you eat, can we go and move? And it could be a whole family walk for 10 to 15 minutes. It could be a dance party in your kitchen while you're cleaning up. But moving your body after you eat is definitely going to help lower your blood sugar. And let's talk about the actual lunch or dinner that we're going to eat. One thing that you might want to think about is doing a shot of apple cider vinegar before. And you definitely want to mix apple cider vinegar with water. You don't want to just take it on its own. It's not good for your teeth that way. But if you mix it, there have been several studies um, that have shown that apple cider vinegar lowers your blood sugar response to what you eat. It's something that I do typically every morning. There hasn't been, uh, there have been smaller studies on this, but not big studies with a lot of research because there's not a lot of money to fund those studies. But what I've noticed, because I'd worn a uh, glucose monitor for the last month and a half, is that it really does work, that it really will help stabilize and lower those blood sugar levels before you're eating a big meal. So it's one thing that I do. It's super easy. You know, it costs a minimal amount of money. It doesn't taste great, but it's not terrible either. So the next thing to think about, okay, let's say we may or may not have had a workout in the morning. We know we're hydrating. Let's think about just eating a little bit later. We're going to shorten our eating window. And so maybe, you know, you normally get to eat breakfast at eight o'clock. Can you push that off to nine or 10? You don't have to. But again, if we can shorten that eating window, it's better for our bodies. And then also think about starting your breakfast with protein. So can we do some type of eggs if that works for you? Or we can do a protein smoothie. Something with protein, and I would shoot for 30 grams because it's going to help you just be less hungry throughout the day. We know that if you start with, let's say, cereal and it's full of sugar and carbs, you just eat more throughout the day. Whereas if you can start your day off right and start with protein, we know that you'll be more satisfied throughout the day. Then think about too, when you're building your plate. And let's just think Thanksgiving. But again, this could be for any holiday. We typically would do turkey. And so if that's what you're doing, um, great. If it's another kind of protein, that's okay too. But just think, what is your protein? And then I want you to think veggies too. So get some veggies on your plate. They're super important because they have fiber in them. They're going to make you more full. 
but I want you to eat your protein first because it's going to make you more satisfied. You'll eat a little bit less. Your blood sugar won't spike as much. And when you eat protein, about 20 to 30% of those calories, it takes your body to digest. The thermogenic effect of protein is much, much higher than it is for carbs or fat. So it's really important that we get that in there. And then you can go for those things you love. I think if we don't and we restrict ourselves and we really want mashed potatoes or something else that your family makes and you don't get it, it's not, it, it seems unfair. So I don't think you should have a whole plate full of mashed potatoes, but at the same time, I don't think you should not give yourself any as well. One thing that works really well for me too, because you guys, I am a snacker and I can keep snacking and snacking and not realize how much I eat before dinner. So one of the things that I love, and my family will make fun of me for this, but even when we're at a restaurant, like I want my own appetizer plate and my own dessert plate. Because again, if I want something on there, if there's an appetizer, I mean, can I pick some veggies on there instead of all crackers? Could be a great option. But I like to have it so I know exactly how much I'm eating. Because if that charcuterie board or the cookies or whatever are there, I'm going to just snack and snack and snack and I keep going. Whereas if I have a plate and I can pick, I know that I'm going to have this much for meat and cheese or whatever it is. And then I'm done after that plate. The same thing with dessert. It really helps me. If I have my own dessert plate, instead of standing by the cookies, I will do one dessert where if I don't have that, I might pick up three cookies instead. So just think about that. Your individual plates when you're doing both appetizers and dessert can be super helpful. And then pick them ahead of time. Again, it's not that we have to say we're never going to have these things. We're going to have them in moderation. We're going to do maybe one dessert instead of three desserts. And the last thing that I really want you to think about is alcohol. This is a big one um, for some people on holidays. And one thing I want you to know is that your body, it can't store alcohol calories. And they have to be processed first. An alcohol calorie is seven. So carbohydrates and protein are four calories per gram. Fats are nine. And alcohol is seven calories per gram. So it's on the higher end. And when you drink, what your body has to do is process all of that first before it can process other things. So it really stops you from burning fat or glucose. And we know that it's toxic for your body. Sean Stevenson in the book, Eat Smarter, has a lot of great research on this. And I love him for just nutrition research in general. But it's one thing to think about. Again, not saying that you can't have it. Just know what happens inside your body when you do drink. 
So maybe you want to just decide, okay, I'm going to have one or two drinks with dinner instead of drinking all day long. I would also say, just look at what are you drinking? We know that normal wines have a lot of sugar in them. I'm a fan of dry farms wine. They're made without sugar and they're all organic. If you're doing a mixed drink and you're putting soda in there, we know that has a ton of sugar. So is there something else that you could substitute? In fact, um, I just drank a Mike, Mike's Hard Lemonade. And I just didn't realize this. The packaging wasn't, the calories and the sugar weren't on the bottle. And I honestly just didn't think about it. When I went to Google it the next day, I realized what I drank had 46 grams of sugar. That is more than like two, that's like two candy bars. And for me, when I'm making these decisions, honestly, I would rather eat dessert than drink that. So I think it's just making smart decisions on your alcohol. The other thing we know is that the more you drink, the worse food decisions you typically make. And it really, alcohol decreases leptin in your body. And leptin is the hormone that just says, I'm full. It's the satiety hormone. So I want you to think about that because one, you don't make the best food choices. And two, you don't feel as full if you keep drinking. So just decide ahead of time, what, what does that look like for me and for the day and make good choices there. And remember, you're still gonna hydrate throughout the day. So it, water is super important here. I hope you take some of these tips and use them for the holiday season. Again, it is not about saying what you can't have. It's really about making great decisions that help you be the person that you wanna be. I would just invite you to share this with somebody that you think would like it for healthy holiday habits. And if you like this episode, please leave a five-star review. And I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Thanks so much.